Father, we love you and we worship you and we thank you for this day. We thank you for this time together and I thank you, Father, for your word. I thank you that it's truth, that we hear it today, Father, in the way you would want us to hear it, that we see it the way you want us to see it, that our hearts are good ground, that your seed, Father, of the word goes into our hearts and it brings up a harvest in our lives. Father, that you're pulling us and bringing us to a new level. I thank you, Father, that as you show us what you have for us, I thank you by faith we grab hold. We may not be able to understand it with our mind, Father, but our spirit grabs hold tonight and that it becomes revelation by your anointing. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. God's good, huh? Amen. It's great stuff. You know, are you, are you blessed in your life? Uh, the world has an idea of what it means to be blessed, and the, and the, wor- and the church has an, an idea of what it means to be blessed. And sometimes the church doesn't always have maybe the, the right definition of what it means. You know, in Proverbs chapter 10, it says that, that the blessing of the Lord will make you rich. That that means that there's not just wealth coming your way. I believe that blessing of God isn't just about money and finances. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a mentality that says everywhere I go and everything I touch, I see God's prosperous favor in my life. That it's a, a, a constant and continual walking in His abundance. That there's not an opportunity for me to go without because God's word says, I won't lack any good thing. His blessing is ours by the blood of Christ. So I ask you today, you know, are you blessed? Uh, you, you may not have a bunch of money in your pocket, but are you blessed? You know, it says that, that the blessing of the Lord makes you rich, but we have to understand the definition that I use for rich is a little different maybe than what the definition is that the world uses. The idea that I get when I talk about being rich is the fact that I have everything I have need of when I need it. That it's not about stockpiling and storing up all these things here on this earth to be rich as far as my bank account is concerned. It's that every time I go forward in faith in what God has asked me to do, we have what we have need of when we need it. We know that in Philippians chapter 4, what what Paul said, I, I know that he will meet all of our needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. I am his child, and therefore what he has is mine. I'm an heir to the throne, and there's already been somebody that's died for me to receive my inheritance, and that was Jesus. And so now that inheritance of that blessing of Abraham, it's, it's mine. It's yours as a believer and as a child of God. Kingdom blessing, though, follows kingdom living. And kingdom blessing's different than the world's blessing. And in a little bit of what we talk about today maybe is, is from some other things and messages, and I've been going back, and there's some teachings by, I think, Creflo Dollar, that the kingdom dynamics and the kingdom living and, and some of those things. And Bill Winston, if you've listened to much of Bill Winston, he talks a lot about the kingdom and the kingdom principles. And a, a lot of times some of that stuff is, is, is a little bit above our, above our pay grade, you know, and it always pulls us a little closer and a little, a little tighter to who he is. And it if you're looking for kingdom blessing in your life, you have to live kingdom living. You can't, you can't mix the two up. And, and in, in, in the world, if you're getting blessed in the world, it's because you're, you're doing the things that maybe God told you to do, but maybe you're operating. There are people who look blessed in the world. They're operating according to the world system, but they don't have the kingdom blessing. There's a difference. It's not about money. Kingdom blessing brings brings restoration kingdom blessing brings life kingdom blessing brings abundance in your world there are plenty of people who have money but don't have any life there are plenty of people who have cash and things but are are so destitute 
in their life or in their mind or in their relationships that as far as the word would be concerned, they're not blessed at all. Kingdom blessing encompasses all of those kind of things. It's that thing where God created man and he said, listen, here's the deal. I want you to be fruitful and multiply. It says he blessed them and then told them to be fruitful and multiply. And everything was contained in the Garden of Eden that they needed. There wasn't anything left out. There wasn't anything that they didn't need. Everything was there. And God walked with them, it says, in the cool of the morning. After Eve had already taken the apple, it says that God came down and walked in the cool of the morning. And they hid from him. Anytime you're not living in that kingdom living, that sin that enters in begins to squelch kingdom blessing. And we have a tendency to hide more than we have a tendency to go forward. So as Eve ends up in that place, they hear God walking in, in, the, in the garden, so they hide. So God wants to walk with you. He wants to talk with you. He wants to spend time with you. Jesus, it says, he took his disciples and said, leave what you're doing and then do what? Come and follow me. Come walk with me a while. Come, I want to I spend time with you and I want to walk with you. And then it wasn't even the fact that he wanted to do it in the natural, but he said, if any man wants to follow me, he needs to pick up his cross. And if any man wants to come, at, come after me, let him pick up his cross and do what? Follow me. Walk with me. Come with me. At the end, as he was ascending, he said, Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of this age. But that is his desire. And for us in our life, I think we have to get, get our mentality straight. Because the kingdom blessing, I'm telling you, when you get a hold of this, you begin to grab this. The things that you're thinking and the things that you're saying and the things that you're doing are, are literally, the, they're creating as you go forward. The gift of the, the Holy Spirit is on the inside of you, and he has a gift of creation. And with your words, you begin to speak things that don't exist as if they were. And then you begin to speak into what might not be life. You want to talk about having blind people see? Begin to speak into that particular situation. Why? Why would I do that? Because there's power in that. You're entering into another, another level of living. You're entering into kingdom living. And kingdom living, we talk about fighting differently, but how about living differently? See, we, we talk about fighting our warfare differently. We don't put on gloves and go at it and punch each other. We fight, it says, principalities and powers and the spirits and the rulers of the darkness of this age. And we do so with the weapons that he's given us that are not carnal, but they're mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. So we understand fighting differently, but do we understand really living differently? That, that, that there, is a, there is something to being positive, making your mind be renewed to the Word of God, speaking the Word of God, having no plan B, and going forward in faith. There's, there's something about that. And in your life and in my life, we see that kingdom blessed and manifest to the extent that we live kingdom living. That will we go the next mile? Will we go the next step? And Jerry Seville, and I don't remember when this was, it was sometime in the fall, and one of his things that he sent. He, be, he talks about the blessing all the time, but he said that this blessing is God's power in your life to succeed, to prosper, and to overcome. That it's God's power. The blessing of God is his power for you to succeed, for, for you to prosper, and for you to overcome. That that's encompasses all your life. That if we live kingdom living, that if we live according to the word, that if we understand that we are, the real, we are the sons and daughters of God. I mean, we are not just sons and daughters of God. We are the sons and daughters of God. I mean, that, that, that's a, 
if you grab hold of that and understand what that means, I, there is, there's, I'm telling you, there is, there is power in that revelation that says, I, I am as he was in this earth, so am I. And he says, Jerry Seville says, that we have to be the ones, though, who accept it. We have to accept the blessing. We have to have a revelation of it. We have to understand it, not just with our heads, but with our hearts. We have to depend on it. And then he says we have to speak it continually, that it continually comes out of your mouth. I think in our world sometimes we start that direction, and then after a week or two weeks or three weeks or a month or six months or a year, maybe we've held on and we kept being strong, but we hadn't seen what we've been saying and what we've been believing. Somewhere along the way, we, we might stumble or quit. Don't stop saying what God said. Well, I haven't seen it yet. Maybe, no, don't stop saying what God said. There is power in what you're speaking in this earth. And sometimes you're going to have to say it a long time before you see it come to pass. Paul, it says, after his conversion that Corey was talking about, after that conversion, it says he went to Arabia. He went into the desert for a couple years. He had a lot to do for the, for the Lord after that time. But until that time, he didn't hang out with the disciples, it says. He went out into Arabia, into the desert, to spend time and have God begin to strengthen him for what he was about to do. In your life you begin to speak these things into existence. Sometimes you've got to speak these things for a long time. Some of you have probably been speaking things and fighting things that, for years, and you still haven't seen them. Pam, when you were, when you were ill and sick and on dying, but you, you had to fight a fight of faith with everything that you had, with your, with your physical body, with your, mental, with your mentality, with your words, with everything, and keep it lined up. I'm t- she's here today alive, and that wasn't supposed to happen. You know, but it, it's, it's kingdom living. That is kingdom blessing that came out of kingdom living. That, that if we can continue to do this, we will continue to be blessed. But you have to be convinced. You have to be convinced. It can't be this wishy-washy thing that says, well, I think God wants to bless me. Nope, you're his son, you're his daughter. He wants to bless you. Done, period, and he will. Well, I don't know, man. I, I, don't, I don't know a lot of the word. Well, what do you know? Begin to expand in that area in your life. We talked about the word a couple weeks ago. Got all revved up about the word and speaking the word and talking about the word. And in those moments in your life where you need something, the word comes and the word begins to make a difference in your life. You have to be confident that God wants to bless you. You have to be confident that you can live kingdom living, that you can live like the word says you can live. You can have what the word says you can have. You can think what the word says you can think. You can speak what the word says you can speak. You have to, you have to be the one who's convinced. The person next to you might be convinced. You can't steal nothing from them. You can't hug off their blessing. You can't hug off their revelation. You can't steal off their faith. They may help you come to a new level of revelation. They may help you come to a new level of faith. They may help you come to a new level of blessing in your life. But you're not stealing from them. You have to be the one who is confident, and you have to be the one who has the revelation. When Jesus was, was walking on the water and coming toward the boat, Peter was, was in the boat. And, and before he got out of the boat, what did he say and what did he do? He wanted to be confident that it was who? Jesus. He said, if it is you, then bid me come. I mean, if it's you, 
tell me to come on out. I have to be confident that it's you. Because if it's not you, I'm going to freak out, and I'm not, I'm not going to make it. I'm not getting out of the boat. I'm only getting out of the boat if I know it's you. And Jesus said, come, it's me. And then he got out of the boat, and it worked. Kingdom, kingdom, kingdom principles. He walked on what? That is a different principle than what we have in the world today. See, that's not normal. That doesn't happen every day. You don't walk on water. That doesn't, that doesn't work. There's no way to do that in the natural. But spiritually, in the kingdom living, there are no limits to those things. What man thinks is impossible, God will make what? Possible. So you, have to, you really have to open up your mind here. You really have to open up your heart here. Now, don't go out in the lake and say, okay, God, I'm going to walk on the water. He, 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 it was a moment. It was a moment. And in that moment, the kingdom dynamics took over. And he was able to walk on the water. But he was confident, confident that it was Jesus. He, didn't, he wasn't just hoping, he wasn't wishing, he knew it was. Lord, if it's you, command me to come. There's something about knowing that it's God. Now, it starts just like your little kids. When you, when you have them, they, they get to know your voice. They get to know who you are, even before they come out of the womb. And then you, then you, you talk to them, and you train them, and you, you raise them up. And when you get into crowds, man, they, they, they hug to you. They get close to you. They know your voice. You know their voice. There's a, there's a growing up and a maturing in that process. Same thing with God. You know it's Him because you're maturing in Him. And as, that you're growing in kingdom living. That things, you're doing things differently today than you ever thought you would probably do them. Many of you are probably in your life speaking the word in a way that you thought was ridiculous a few years ago. That you're believing things today that, that you would have never thought a few years ago. That, that you're seeing God do things, though, in your life that you never thought you'd see him do. Those things are related. There is a relation, there's a relationship between God doing kingdom things and kingdom blessing in your life and you living kingdom living. The principles of the kingdom, understanding who you are, your rights and responsibilities in this earth. We understand them as citizens of the United States, but do you understand them as the citizens of heaven? You're the citizens of heaven in this earth. You are the sons and daughters of God. Therefore, you have open before you a whole other realm to operate a whole other place to operate in the spirit you have kingdom living kingdom blessing kingdom dynamics that operate outside of this world system yet in this world i know it's a little much it's all right you'll get the message and you can listen to it again and go back through that but it's true it said Abraham, and he was, Abraham was the blessed guy, right? I mean, he was the one who, who God said he was going to, you know, I'm going to bless, I'm blessing you. And so through you, he said, all of the families in the earth will be blessed. And if you look in Romans 4.21, it says he was absolutely, fully convinced that God would do what he said he would do. What did he say he would do? He would make him a father of many nations. Absolutely no way in this world to do that. He's way past the age of having kids. His wife is way past the age of having kids. It says she is barren, and it says his stuff don't work so well. These guys aren't going to get together and have kids. But 
he was fully convinced that what God said to him was more true than what he saw, what he felt, what his wife was going through. That was the most important thing. And he knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that somehow, some way, God would come through and take something that's impossible and make it possible. How did he do it? Kingdom living brought kingdom blessing. He's the father of faith. And through him, the seed of Abraham came, the blessing of Abraham came through Jesus to us. In Hebrews 10, it says in 35 and 36, don't lose or let go of your confidence. It says you'll actually have need of it. If you read this, it says, so don't throw away your confidence or your trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward that it brings. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised you. In the the New King James, it says, don't give away your confidence for you will have need of it. Why? Because you're operating in a different realm. And you, you have to operate in confidence in that realm that this is God's word. This is God's will. This is what God showed me. This is what's going to happen. No doubt. When you enter into doubt, then you enter into false faith. And, and you can't receive anything in that place. But if you can stay in that realm spiritually, if you can live that kingdom living past what you see, past what it tastes like, past what it looks like. Jesus said when after he'd been crucified... And he was with his disciples in John in chapter 20, I think. He was talking, and, and Thomas was, the, you know, doubting Thomas. He, you know, he wanted to touch, and he, he, he didn't believe that it was really him until he could touch, touch the holes in his hand and the, and the side. And Jesus said, blessed is he who believes who has not seen. He said, he said at the end of that particular passage, verse 29, blessed are those who have not seen yet believe. That's a different concept. In our world today, we say seeing is believing. But in the kingdom dynamics, in the kingdom living world, it's believing is seeing. Speak those things which are not as if they are. We don't see by our natural eyes, but we see by the eyes of faith. And and then it says we used the scripture last week. The things that you see in this earth right now are temporary. They are subject to change. Focus on what? The things that are eternal, the things you cannot see. That's a, that's a kingdom principle. That's not an earthly principle. That's not a my mind over matter kind of situation. That, that, is, that is you living, kingdom living in this earth. Regardless of what you see, Regardless of what you feel, your senses only lead to destruction. Your senses only lead to deception and destruction in your life. I feel like I'm getting sick. It looks like things aren't going to happen. Those are all senses. Get past your senses and then spiritually go to a new place. I am healed perfectly whole by the stripes of Jesus the truth it's in the word fully convinced fully convinced more so than the pain in my side i'm fully convinced that i'm healed that my god will supply all of my needs according to his riches in christ jesus that as i give it will be given back to me pressed down shaken together and running over that's a that's a that's a that's a different philosophy than in the natural to believe that you're going to be the guy who gives away the money instead of the guy that gets the money how does that compute 
How does that, well, that doesn't work in the natural. It's a kingdom principle. Live kingdom principles in your life, and you'll see kingdom blessings. But if you don't, if you don't understand the word, if you don't know the truth, you're in trouble. In Hosea chapter 4, it says that, that my, par- my people perish for a lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Ignorance isn't bliss. <laughs> it's dangerous. Because we live in this world in the natural, we think that sometimes we fight in the natural and sometimes we fight by the Spirit. And that's not true. We are natural human beings in a natural environment fighting a spiritual war with spiritual weapons. Does that mean there's a separation there? And we have to understand and realize that, that the things that we're living in this earth, they're kingdom principles, but we're living them in a natural system. But with living kingdom principles comes the kingdom blessing. And you can't operate in the natural, yet receive the kingdom blessing. And to have the kingdom blessing and to live the kingdom principles in your life, you must know the word. It is your weapon. The word is what we we base, really, our our life is based on this thing being true. That Jesus died on the cross for us, that he shed his blood for us, that he rose again, and that what is in this word is true. And that as we apply this word in our life, we will see those things happen. You want to know what kingdom living is and kingdom principles? Then get in here. Well, I don't know if I want to do all that stuff. Well, see, that's, you're, that's natural. That's, I don't feel like that. That's okay. That's natural. A lot of people only go so far. That's a dangerous place to be. To go so far and not go all the way is real trouble. Because then you're kind of stuck in the middle and you got like half a sword. And it's got a blunt end and it might be, might wobble on you. Standing on sandy, shaky ground trying to fight the enemy. You can't do that. The word has to be important to you and you have to know it. In Isaiah 5, it says, My people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Bill Winston even said this when we were in Tulsa, and it's, don't take this as a, <clears throat> as a derogatory statement, but, but he said this, that, that the, really, people are poor because they don't have knowledge. They don't have revelation and wisdom from God. That, that's what makes us, in all areas of our life, he was talking in that particular instance financially, but in all areas of our life, you're, you're going to end up poor if you don't have those kingdom principles operating in your life. If you don't have revelation in your life, Revelation is what brings restoration. Revelation is what brings manifestation. The revelation of the word. See, I'm confident and I know that this is Christ and I am walking by faith and not by sight. I am living and working in this natural world, but I am experiencing this world and my life spiritually through kingdom principles. That it's another, it's another level and another place. He, he was talking, as he was talking, he was, he, he was sharing these stories about neighborhoods and bill winston's in chicago and there were some neighborhoods that weren't very nice but what he was sharing he was sharing this word of restoration this word of replenishment the word that he shared that night it was last year the year before whenever it was was restoring the eden blessing and this idea that the eden blessing was for adam and eve and then all of us to follow after but they screwed it up but God's plan didn't change. Because when, when Noah came out of the boat, like we talked about a couple weeks ago on Sunday, when he came out of the boat, God said to him the same things he said to Adam and Eve. 
It says he blessed them and he told them to be fruitful and multiply. And right at the beginning of chapter 9, in that first, in that first verse, it says, and replenish the earth. That the blessing that God blessed him with, kingdom blessing, was enough to replenish the earth. Now that's different because we don't think about the fact that when all the water went away, what's left when water goes away when it's been on land? Mud. There wasn't anything. It was just, just desolate. It needed to be replenished. Well, what replenishes life? The kingdom blessing. So I bless you, Noah, and your sons go out of this thing, be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth, replenish the earth. And he began to talk about how this works where we are today. And he began to tell examples about neighborhoods in different places and businesses and different things up there. And, and people were, were it, they were destitute. The neighborhoods were destitute. The place was, was not, it was not, it was not pretty. And he said, we're, we're coming in and we're, we're bringing the word with us and we are replenishing that area. We are bringing the kingdom principles and kingdom living into that area and we are seeing the kingdom blessing come out. That wherever you, you go, you've got the kingdom blessing on the inside of you. And if you'll live the kingdom principles, you, you can begin to manifest that in this earth. You begin to speak those things that are not as if they are. There's power. There's power in that. And he says he, he begins to see that these, these, these areas turn around. He tells an old story. He's told it for years about this little lady who had drug dealers in his neighborhood. And she, she, she said she wanted him to come out and pray or whatever. And he told her, you're, you're, you got all these things. You go out and pray. So she drew, lines in the, she drew lines in the street and started praying. And, you know, she said she came back and said, you know what? Drug dealers haven't been back. Kingdom principles. Begin, begin, to, begin to pray that your block is the most blessed block on the neighborhood. Well, I don't know. that. Why not? You live there. If you live in a place that doesn't seem safe, begin to speak that that place is safe, that it's, got, it's prosperous, it's full of health, it's full of wealth, it's full of knowledge, it's full of revelation. All the things that don't line up with that, get rid of them, begin to bind those things. and You're speaking kingdom living. Now I'm telling you, kingdom blessing begins to follow that as you live that. It will begin to change things. Noah came into this earth and replenished the earth. Information becomes revelation, and revelation becomes manifestation. That this may be a new word to you, it may be a new idea to you. Now, it's not really because we've taught you all it is is faith. It's operating by faith and doing what the Word of God says. Well, that's what we've been teaching for years. That's what you, you know. But you begin to put it in this other, this other dynamic that says those are all kingdom principles. And with that blessing, that kingdom blessing, it, it comes out of living the kingdom principles. Those aren't of this world. But those kingdom blessings come in this world through kingdom living. Now, that's, that's where, like, where you're saying two things. No, not really. I'm just living the word is living kingdom principles. Understanding who you are in Christ and understanding the authority that you have in this earth. Many of you took authority of the believer with pastor bill a couple weeks i mean that's that's six straight weeks of hearing who you are in christ in this world and the way that we operate in this world is not like this world that that we are we are in it but we are not of it that we are we are his kids and we operate on a different playing field than everybody else and and will we 
play the game or will we fight the fight with kingdom principles? Or will we resort to natural? And you have to make that decision and I have to make that decision. You, you have to say I will or I won't. You have to be the one that says I know the truth or I don't. Jesus said in John, right, in chapter 8, you will know the truth, confidence. He also said, I am the way and the truth and the life. But he says, you will know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Dead people don't just rise up on their own. That's, king, that's, that's kingdom blessing. That's kingdom life. That's kingdom regeneration. That's, but Jesus said, I'm telling you, in this world, you'll do those things that I do and greater than these you'll see. Now, is it going to be natural life that you raise from the dead or is it going to be relationship life that you raise from the dead? Whatever God's put in your heart, don't stop believing it. Don't stop speaking it. If it's your neighborhood, then bless that neighborhood. If it's your community, then you begin to speak God's blessing into your community. That it's the mo- This is the most prosperous community in, in the county. The most prosperous community county in the state of indiana the most prosperous state in the united states we're all kingdom people here everywhere i go everything i touch i should see prosperity i should see abundance if i live kingdom principles it's it's the i mean it's the word so i mean it's true we, we, God has, God's heart originally in the very beginning was to bless us. Remember, go back to Genesis. That was the idea. I'll create man in our image, and then he blessed them and told them to be fruitful and multiply, and it hadn't stopped. All that has not changed. He actually sent Jesus on the cross to be able to, to bring us into his family, but to pass on the blessing, to continue the life, to continue the faith. Yet, we have to make that decision of will we or won't we. And, and, and I, I know, when you hear these messages about maybe tithing or giving, you start thinking, I don't know, I don't know about this. I mean, is that, is that, is it true? Hey, kingdom, it's, king, it's kingdom living, kingdom principles. Tithing's 10%. You plant it in good ground. God will, what does it say in Malachi? He will open the windows of heaven and he will pour out a blessing that you cannot contain. He will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And it also says, and then if you go on in verse 12, it says, so much so that those around you will call you blessed. That's, that's, that's all, it's all kingdom principles. It's, it's not, that's not the natural system. The government is not your source. God is. God is your source. Kingdom principles and kingdom living, that revolves around the idea that says, he is my source for everything everything he's my source he may have given me gifts and talents and i might use them in this earth but i'm telling you what he gave them to me he's my source that he is my source for everything that i do if you turn to deuteronomy in chapter 28 in the new living it says in the first verse if you will fully obey the lord your god and carefully keep all of his commands all the commands that I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all of these blessings if you obey the Lord. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. 
crops. We have bigger yield, greater yield than any other county. Why? We're kingdom people. Transfer this to your business. Transfer these to some of the things that you do today that, you know, you're not everybody farms. It says in verse 4, your children and your crops will be blessed. I stand on it. No part of this thing is not true. It's true. That if I will live, if I will live kingdom principles in my life, these kingdom blessings will follow me. My town and my fields will be blessed. My children and my crops will be blessed. The offspring of the offspring of your herds and flocks, they will be blessed. Now you don't have sheep and many of you don't have cows. But you've got jobs and you've got things and that equate. Your fruit baskets and your breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. Blessed. I mean, you're blessed. You can't help but smile. You can't help but enjoy the day. You may be facing the worst situation and the worst circumstance that you've ever come against, but you know that you are a son and a daughter of God and that you're living kingdom principles, and so you're expecting and believing the kingdom blessing to show up and for God to make a way where there seems to be no way. It's that thing that you see on commercials sometimes where people walk into neighborhoods and they flourish. Like as the guy walks down or the Coke bottle walks down the neighborhood, all of a sudden the fruit comes on the tree and all the trees all grow and the flowers come out and everything turns to color where it used to be black and white. Yeah, that's, that's the kingdom blessing following you everywhere you go. That everywhere you go, you're bringing life. Not just life like, will you love Jesus and be born again? Life like, this is going to, this is recompense. This is, this is restoration. This is bringing things back to life. That, that power resides on the inside of us by the Holy Spirit. It goes on and it says, The Lord will conquer your enemies when they attack you. They will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven. That everywhere you go, your enemy can't stand against you. Why? It's kingdom principle. I'm the son of God. Ish. Don't say you're Jesus, but you know, it says we're sons and daughters of him. So I can, I can believe that this is true as I live this. That everywhere that I go, my enemies scatter. It says the Lord will guarantee blessing on everything you do. And he will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he has given you. Verse 9 says, If you obey the commands of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, the Lord will establish his whole, as you establish you as his holy people, as he swore he would do as he was talking to the children of Israel. Then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord, and they will stand in awe of you. Now that ties in a little bit with Matthew chapter 5 where he says men will see your good works and it will draw them. You are the salt and the light of the earth. The things that God is doing in your life, the goodness, the blessing that's coming in your life draws men, not to you. You in our turn now in the New Testament, we turn them to Christ. But it says they see your good works and they begin to come toward what? Those good works. Well, it kind of says that. It kind of says that then all the nations of the world will see that you are a people claimed by the Lord and they will stand in awe of you. Why are you so blessed? Why are you different? What is it about you that makes you smile when everybody else is 
sad. How, how is it that one day you were like, I, I know you. I knew you years ago. You weren't like that. You're, 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 not, you're not the same person today. What happened? When Pastor Bill and Pam came back and started the church, he ran into some people that he used to know. And they said, are you that old Bill Mickler? He said, no, that guy died. What happened in his life? From the death of flesh to the resurrection of the spirit, kingdom principles, understanding kingdom dynamics, living the word in a new way. It changes who you are. It regenerates who you are. Most of you look younger than when you got saved. Huh? Why? God, it says in his word that he'll restore our youth. Believe it. I'll show you pictures. One day, Joey was, my brother-in-law, we were talking, and he said, have you noticed? You know, church has been going on a long time, lots of years. You notice all these ladies? They all look better than they did when they started, when we started. I know. What is that? I don't get that. Kingdom living kingdom living it says in verse 11 that the lord will give you prosperity in the land that he swore to your ancestors to give you blessing you with many children numerous livestock and abundant crops the lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury into the heavens uh, his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work you do you will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them if you listen to these commandments of the Lord your God that I am giving you today. And if you're careful to obey them, the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You could be the lowest of the low. You could be the youngest of the young. You could be the worst of the worst. But God says he will take you and he will make you the head and not the tail. If you will live kingdom principles, if you will give yourself over to him, he, he will turn your world upside down. Well, I did that last week. Hey, give him another week. If you listen to these commandments I'm giving you today, I'll make you the head and not the tail. You will always be on top and you'll never be on the bottom. You'll always come out on top. Job change, always come up on top. You lose one job, get a better job. Things happened over here. Situation went down. Didn't go right. God will bring that back. Why? Because it says he restores things in our life. I'm a, I'm a child of the king. It says he's the king of kings. He's the king of kings. Not just the king of the kings that we think of, but spiritually we're, we're all royalty. And he is the king of kings. Realize who you are in Christ. It goes on, the last one says, you must not turn away from any of the commandments that I'm giving you today, nor follow after those other gods and worship them. After that comes all the bad stuff. All the curses and all the junk and all the things that, that came with that. But listen, the kingdom blessing, there's power in that. The anointing of God, there's power in that. It takes you past the curse. That there could be drought all around you, but it could be raining right on top of you. That you could be standing in a desolate field all around you and have so much crops that you can't even see straight. It, just where you are. 
You could be in a business where nobody is making any money, but you are a child of God living kingdom principles in your life, and you, you are blessed every day. People start to get a little irritated at that fact. They want to know what happened. What's going on with that? It's God. Well, I'm not selling any cars. Well, I sold 10 today. Well, I haven't seen, man, I'm telling you, I haven't seen anything happen. My accounts, they've all dried up. I got four new ones today. Why? I'm a child of the king. I, I operate in a different system. Now, they're going to make baby think you're crazy because kingdom principles don't make sense to the natural mind. But when you begin to renew your mind to the word, it transforms who you are. It transforms you into a new being spiritually. A what kind of being? A kingdom being who operates in kingdom principles and who sees kingdom blessings in a natural world. That's why we say you don't have to wait to go to heaven to have everything. You can have it right here. He's already the king of kings. He's already given you your inheritance. He's called you his heir. And he has sent his son to die on the cross for you so that you could have life, life more abundantly. And he has more prosperity and abundance for you in your life for every area than you can even understand. More than you can handle, more than you can... Press down, shaken together, and running over is a lot. When, when the windows open and it says he pours out more than you... How much money, seriously, do you think you could have and then it would be too much? He will pour out a blessing upon you that will, that will be too much for you. Now, how much? I'm telling you. That's, I asked Dan. He's a banker. I asked him one day, what is that? He goes, I don't know. But it's a lot. We, we can handle it. Think about that. More life, more joy. Changes who you are, doesn't it, Alyssa? Huh? Changes who you, I mean, it's changed who you were. You were, you were like a wrinkled up raisin when you came in here. Not the joyous peach that you are today. I'm not being mean, but, I, you know, the life of God just, man, it just blooms on the inside of you. I'm telling you. Kingdom principles changes you changes your house changes everything about you change change your neighborhood i i dare you i challenge you go out and check go out and change your neighborhood walk the streets and as you walk the streets you call those who aren't saved into the kingdom of god you begin to speak that this is the greatest neighborhood in the in the city this is the most blessed neighborhood full of the most blessed people following after god that this house that i live in god that it is being restored and renewed that this neighborhood, that, that, that God, you are bringing in a new, a, a new idea, a new thought, a new thing. When you drive by places in this city that are desolate, looking like there's nothing there, circle them four or five times. Begin to speak the word. Begin to talk about God's, God's restoring power. Maybe you're in a business and it's gone south. Don't get out. Unless God tells you. But don't get out. Speak to it. Begin to speak to it. Life. Every day, you got to speak life. Every day, you're going to fight against that. That thing, that enemy is going to come against you every day. And you're going to have to stand there and you're going to have to fight. And it's going to be a spiritual fight. And you're going to have to be the one who those words come out of your mouth. Those thoughts go in your head. What does that do? Put you in another realm. And when you're in another realm, spiritually, the enemy can't, he can't get there. It's the only way out. The only way out in your life of hurt, misery, addiction, any of those things is through the power of God and operating in His realm. 
Amen. Are you ready to operate in the kingdom of God? Let's stand up and pray today. Amen. God's good. I don't know if I really did anything that I had on my notes, but I don't know where you are in your life, but I am telling you this is true. And if you are open, if you're open, if you if you are truly in your life, say, God, I'm, I'm open to what you have for me. He'll, he'll begin to pour things in. He'll begin to pour in truth. So today in this house, you have to be a child of God to, for this to operate. You can't have kingdom blessing in your life unless you're a kingdom child. We've talked about being sons and daughters of God. If you don't have Jesus Christ alive on the inside of you as your Lord and Savior, you're, you're not part of that family. You are not part of the kingdom dynamics that I've been talking about. Therefore, you are not eligible for the kingdom blessing. If you're here today and you say, that's me, but I I don't want to be that way anymore. I I want my life to change. I want to be part of what you're talking about. And I'm not saved. I don't have Jesus alive on the inside of my heart. I've not not given my life to him. But I want to today. That today is my day to join the family of Christ. If there's anybody, let me know. Just raise your hand. Shoot it up real quick before we pray. Let the Spirit of God move in your hearts. Now, at the end, right now, this is the thing that we have to, this is where we all are. I don't think there's too many of us who say, you know what, I don't want the kingdom blessings in my life. I don't think we would naturally say that. I don't think we would naturally think that. I think we want those. We don't maybe know how to live that way. But right now what we're going to do is we're going to put our hands up and say, God, speak to me. Show me what I'm to believe, what I'm to speak and what I'm to do. I want to follow your principles. Kingdom principles. I want to see kingdom blessing. I want to see restoration, manifestation, the anointing of God operating in and through my life. Today, I'm holding nothing back. I want to be part of your kingdom, bringing your kingdom into this earth, changing people's lives for Jesus. In your name, Father, amen, 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 amen. We hope this message encouraged you. Victor Christian Center is passionate about sharing the love, acceptance, and forgiveness of Jesus. Learn more about us at victorylafayette.org. If you don't know Jesus or maybe you've gotten distracted and stopped following Him, I'd like to pray for you right now. The most important decision you'll ever make involves accepting the love of Jesus and His gift of new life. I'd invite you to make this prayer your own and take this opportunity to begin to follow Jesus. God, I ask you to reveal yourself to me. I want to know you. I ask you to forgive the sin in my life that has kept me from enjoying a relationship with you. Give me a fresh start by changing my life and helping me to follow you from this point forward. I accept your love through Jesus, and I commit to trust your plan for my life. It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. If you've prayed this prayer for the first time, please get in touch with us and let us know. To learn more about Victory or to contact us, visit us online at victorylafayette.org.